Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how pandemic is changing the way we interact with the world. This week. <laughs> Guess what we're going to talk about? Mm, pandemic Legacy Season 3. To be really no way. <laughs> I really um, want that game to come out, but it's going to be so delayed now because of the actual pandemic. Yeah, that's not good optics. Well, folks, it's been... Two and a half months. If you're still subscribed mm-hmm. to TRD, I applaud your tenacity. Or your laziness. Either one works for me. The last episode, we left you with a huge cliffhanger and promised that we would give you an update in the following week. And that was six, let's see, how, how does math work? Ten weeks ago about. Yeah, we lied. We lied. Um, we, but we only lied a little bit. So uh, what we left you with last time... You were with your intrepid podcasters. We were talking about writing a book, which we have actually started. We have. Progress is not what, at least my personal progress, is not where I had hoped it would be. I'd say we're through the honeymoon phase. We're on the other side of the honeymoon phase. Yeah, real life is kind of sucking the energy out of me lately, too. Yeah, right. It's, you know, writing a book is is uh brutal it's not easy and there's a lot to it but i'm really happy with the outline the characters the idea the you know what we have of the plot there's a huge areas that are you know remain to be seen and it's probably going to stink but we're going to do it and you're going to read it <laughs> you're going <laughs> to like happy, it i'm happy with the writing that i have done so far right but then i'm writing too so there's that <laughs> Um, I am not unhappy with yours. Uh, well, that's, I appreciate that. Well, this is my first fiction outing. So mm-hmm. if uh, the fact that I'm even able to put pen to paper on anything like this is a gigantic one for me already. So I consider it a success. Uh, only other thing to say about that is um, we, we have been recording our writing calls, which have been mostly weekly. And we kind of had this, it's probably mostly me because I have like an oversharer. But I was like, we should record these. And then it could be like a podcast. Of people, they're, they're like unlistenable. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely very behind the scenes stuff. But we do record them and we like have them tucked away for when the book is a huge success and people want to pay extra for the DVD extras. Uh, but, the DLC. Yeah. There's definitely nothing to listen to, though. It's uh, so there, if we if we suggest that that might be a thing, it's definitely not going to be a thing, uh, at least as a podcast. Yeah. However, if you are interested in this or are inspired by the idea of writing your first book, we do have a little writing community in Slack that you can, that you're welcome to join to either lurk or participate. And you can join that by going to jonathanstark.com slash 10, the number one zero in 2020, 10 in 2020, um, all numbers except for in. <laughs> Which is the word N, not the letter N. Not the letter N, correct. Not the number N. Yeah. Anyway, Google around, you'll find it. And then the letter 20, and we're good. Yeah. Uh, we missed Pi Day, which is a drag. Well, that you might have missed good. Pi Day. I sat home and ate pie. Fabulous. I missed it. I totally missed Coconut it. Coconut cream. I think today was St. Patrick's Day, too. Uh, yeah, I think so. Hmm. Huh. It's not my normal. That's that's like amateur hour, as far as yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm, so not a holiday for me. I'm I'm drinking a beer, but it's not green and it's not very good. And I'm I'm not a big fan of beer. Yeah, I we do not share that problem. No, this is <laughs> this was this was one that a friend left here for me. Mm-hmm. Before wandering off to 
I don't know, be seen again sometime next year, probably. Mm, right. <laughs> the rate things are going. Yeah. Um, so I thought I would partake on St. Patrick's Day, and because uh, the bourbon supply is dangerously low. That is dangerous. Well, as you can see, dear listener, we haven't lost our ability to waffle. Mm. But tonight we do want to waffle about something specific. We do. Uh, yes. So why don't you, this was, this was your inspiration. So why don't you kind of frame it for folks? <laughs> well, it was my inspiration, but it was kind of stealing your idea. <laughs> no, I just thought the two of us have a lot of experience working from home under various situations. And there are a lot of people that are adjusting to that for the first time right now. Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple of friends email me and be like, I'm help. I'm doing this for the first time. What do? So mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought we could just talk about our experiences with that. And then just maybe just some thoughts on this whole thing in general, because while I have 20 plus years of experience working from home, I'm not coping so great with it right now. Really? Yeah. I'm. Time has lost all meaning. Uh, yeah, so I've got some stories that are kind of in that department too, but let's let's kind of categorize the different th- things I've encountered so far because I've also been working from home for uh, f- since two thousand and five ish, so you know, mm-hmm. fifteen years and uh, ten of which with kids who we homeschool, so they're not in daycare or anything. I actually did a webinar the other day for folks who are who are. Uh, perhaps have been working from home, but normally have their kids at school or in daycare. And we're just like, how do I work with uh, kids here? Yeah. I shared that with some coworkers because I had coworkers in that situation. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so there's, there's all these different things. There's all these people who are now working remotely for the first time, which is a, that's gotta be a huge shift. And they're doing it without notice or warning or preparation. Just kind of thrown into it. Right. And probably most businesses who, uh, are, you know, that they, you know, assuming that they have, they're like gainfully employed, unlike me, uh, and work, don't work for themselves. If they're all of a sudden they're, you know, normally in an office, you know, the company's probably not set up to even know how to manage people. They probably don't know anything either. So they, they would right. probably get no guidance from the, I wouldn't imagine they'd be able to get much guidance from the company itself. So it's like, you know, so there's, there's all these, there's, I think a whole class of questions for people who have never worked remotely that are pure technology questions. Then there's a, a sort of raft of cultural questions around mm-hmm. that, um, self care type questions around that, like just being isolated instead of, you know, cause some people unlike right. me enjoy being in a busy, you know, group you know, work environment where everybody's like sniffing each other's pheromones. And, <laughs> that's, uh, that's uncomfortably intimate. That's <laughs> not, I'm not a fan, frankly. Um, so there's the technology stuff. There's all that, all that like first time working from home person. There's also people who work remotely, but are usually in co-working spaces or in coffee shops that now are not, you know, so it's not a technology problem for them. It's just the cultural stuff and like the isolation stuff. Yeah. And then there's the folks who maybe have been working from home for a long time, but now suddenly have their kids around and just uh, don't know how to cope with that. Or or worse, their spouse. (laughs) 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 So maybe we could kind Um, of tell war stories or start on a pit. I don't know where you want to start. There's so many things to talk about. (laughs) Richard sings when he's doing the dishes. (laughs) Richard cannot sing. Oh. That's fun. Like the whole time he's doing the dishes? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, like Rush? It's obviously Rush. 
No, it's usually just like random things he makes up while he's washing dishes. Oh, that's Quite even often better. about washing dishes. <laughs> that might so be funny. worse than today whistling. He was, <laughs> today he was belting one out about scrubbing up cookie sheet and the the child just got up and walked across the room and shut the door and like didn't even say a word (laughs) that's this is fine (laughs) oh so that okay so now now i'm starting to track on that because that sounds like the kind of thing i would do to just be an annoying dad yeah i I think that's the the purpose yeah so i think sometimes he forgets that i'm working oh right right conference call and then like I love me some scrubby in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Scrubbing bubbles. (laughs) So, okay. So where, where do you want to start? Technology is probably the easiest, easiest Uh, place. Probably so. Yes. Yeah. So for folks who are not used to working from home or remotely at all, some of this may be a better fit. Like if you're managing a team, some of this might be useful info. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, like Kelly and I have only met each other once, and, and <laughs> yeah, you know, and we worked together for years at a company where I, I only met anybody from the company once, and yeah, like, you know, and you met them once. You and I have been working together on various things for a decade, right? Yeah, and what? So what are the what are the obvious tools? I mean, like, like we, we've used lots of different ones over the years, but what are the current mm-hmm. ones that the you current, use on a daily the basis? The current ones that I use on a daily basis are Slack. Mm, Obviously, can't live without Slack. Zoom, been using mm-hmm. Zoom all daily, and that was new to me as of a few months ago. But I'm definitely, um, you know, I was a little put off by it at first because I'm like, video. I work from home, so I don't have to see people. But <laughs> it's it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we're using it right now because Skype yeah. decided to not cooperate with my audio inputs. Right. Um, Slack, Zoom. Um, here's a here's another one that I avoided for a long time, but now actually like quite a bit is Jira. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's specific to project management. Yes, like specific to project management. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It it has it definitely has a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's powerful. Okay, so there's a reason why it's probably the gold standard for. Yeah, yeah. It's it has a learning curve and it's slow, but it's powerful. If you're mm-hmm. if you're just starting out with managing things from home and don't have big project projects, I would say if you don't want to get into the complexity of Jira, give everybody their own Trello board and set up your swim lanes there for everybody and what have you and do it that way. And, and it's a lot simpler and you can do it. You don't have as many features and people have to be dedicated to keeping it organized, but they will understand it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so so two projects. So let's categorize these a little bit. Okay. So project management wise, you get Jira, Trello. Mm-hmm. Um, what other? What else? I mean, GitHub, other pe- GitHub's code review tools have gotten pretty good. Okay. GitHub. Um, uh, what other code specific stuff? Get those. Get those out of the way real quick. I mean, uh, I've heard a little bit about. Uh, Notion and Monday, I haven't used them, haven't, but those are really popular as well. Um, I haven't heard of either. Notion and Monday are both like, they're kind of like, um, they, they strike me as the kind of, kind of like love child of Google Docs and Basecamp. Okay. At its best. So uh, they're both kind of like, 
it, and I'm really, I shouldn't even like, I'm probably wrong, but mm-hmm. there's these sort of like, it, very base campy, but, um, and I think Notion is the one that I've spent a little bit more time demoing. Monday is just another one that always comes up when people are like, should I use Notion or Monday? <laughs> yeah. uh, there's another thing called Jupyter Notebooks that somebody just mentioned to me and everyone was like, oh yeah, Jupyter Notebooks. I'm like, what? is that it sounds weird yeah i gotta say as much as we use google docs i have been liking dropbox paper lately Mm. it just feels like a cleaner interface yeah they're they've been you know of course especially for collaborative stuff yeah really yeah dropbox paper seems the the ui when you start collaborating and leaving comments and notes and things and outlining and that stuff uh, dropbox paper seems to handle it a little more neatly than Google Docs does. Um, mm-hmm. That's personal opinion, of course, mm-hmm. but I like yeah, it so can, far. We can go in there. It's like, like uh, I've tried a couple of different, I haven't tried that. I know they're, Dropbox to me is like, they're in the friend zone. They're like, look, <laughs> yeah. you're, my, you're my file system in the cloud. Stop with this other stuff that I don't want. That's Stop funny trying. because I don't use it for my file system in the cloud. Hmm. You just use them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have, they're releasing all these features. They're probably rushing features out now because the you know it's like the perfect time to to be mm-hmm. uh, one of these applications. But I do so so that's interesting to know. I might even take a look at that because they do nice design. Like the the application UI is usually pretty nice with Dropbox, as minimal as it is. But mm-hmm. I use Google Docs constantly. Uh, we use we're using that for the book Singularity. We one. are, but. We are. Um, the uh but it's not pretty you know it's like all google things it like works amazing but it's just not that pretty it's pretty clunky so if pretty matters if pretty yeah matters. i mean you know it's it's no it's no uglier than your other basic word processor that you would you know application that you would run right but right you know and it's got it has like everything you you need it's got like offline capabilities it's got all the sharing capabilities it's super duper great at real time Mm-hmm. commenting, suggesting, editing, all that stuff. I mean, it's like completely full-featured. It's not, when I say clunky, I don't mean that it's slow or anything. It's just like, it just feels cumbersome. It's It really needs, a, it feels like it needs, well, I don't want to rag on the product manager, but it's, it's it, you know, it'd be, it's a weakness of it. Like, just looking at it, it's just like, yeah. It looks a little dated. Yeah, compared to like Ulysses, for example, which I spent yeah. a lot of time in. Um, okay, so like uh, Google Docs is fabulous. What, Google Docs, or let's let's say Paper is an equivalent. Dropbox Paper is an equivalent. Um, I use those specifically for collaborating or reviewing pretty long documents, like something mm-hmm. that's over five hundred words, maybe a thousand words, fifteen hundred words. I'm gonna I'm gonna want it in some place where I can make comments or suggestions in line in the document. And, you know, you can have a thread, it's got, it saves all of the changes in the history. So you can go back and look, you know, there's like an audit trail of all the changes. So you can see if somebody looked at it or who edited what, if you need to know, or you can roll back to a different version. If you're like, you know what, that was a disaster. What I just tried to do with that scene when the Senator attacked, (laughs) (laughs) that was a mistake. I'm going to roll that back. Uh, So Google Docs or maybe Dropbox paper, like super great for remote collaboration on long form documents. Totally love them. And, and I can't think of another one, honestly. No. I'm I mean, sure there are. I mean, but I'm sure there's Office yeah, like 360. Microsoft 360, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but I've never, the, never used one of those. That's what the child uses for school. And it's not horrible, but I prefer the Googles or the Dropbox. Mm-hmm. There's an open source one. 
I forget the name of it. I've used it. It's, it's, it, it feels like I, maybe I'll think of the name. It's I, I, actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we think Google Docs is kind of clunky, you're not going to want this other thing. <laughs> um, LibreOffice, I think it's called. I didn't know there was a cloud-based. Uh, it's not really cloud-based. It's open source, and it's almost like yeah. it's got it's almost like it's got Git as a backend or something. So it's not real time, but it's like collaborate. I don't know. It's just like, oh. Maybe it works better on Linux than on Mac, but it wasn't my favorite. So for long form collaboration, definitely Google Docs is the first thing I would check out. Maybe drop mm-hmm. it's free for crying out loud. Yeah. Uh, Dropbox paper might be a little prettier. Yeah, I don't I'll, know I'll if it's it. I don't know if it's free or not because I used a work account. So Docs? Uh paper. Oh. Nah, I don't know. They're always trying to they're, yeah. they're con- one of the thing about Dropbox is they're constantly pushing you to upgrade. Yeah. It gets a little annoying. So I'm sure somebody's paying for it. It's just not me. So Right. Right. Um, so while we're talking about Google so much, Gmail is a key application that I, you know, you know, email of course is going to be naturally for people who are remote. That's going to be really popular. Uh, I suppose at this point it doesn't really matter which one you pick. Uh, I don't even, I I mean, honestly, I don't even know what's out there right now. I know that every once in a while someone's like, Oh, you got to switch over to this other email client. I'm like, yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, let's see, what other, I'm trying to think if there's any other tools. Um, I mean, Slack and Zoom, you already mentioned, right? Like Slack, yeah. we just, we just like zoomed right over Slack and Zoom. It's like, did. but I live in Slack. I'm in Slack all day long, all night. It's just like, if I'm awake, I'm in Slack. Right. Same here. I'm, I'm often in Slack when I'm not awake. <laughs> right. And so Slack for people who are not, for the two people who haven't tried it yet, it's kind of like, um, it's discord for business. Discord for business or Facebook Messenger for business or, you know, you can think of LinkedIn groups, like any kind of, it's kind of like a situation where you can private message. It's kind of like Twitter, honestly. It's very similar to Twitter. It's very similar to IRC. It's true to say it's IRC. Which Twitter is basically feels like IRC to me. Um, but I wasn't really an IRC guy. Anyway, the point I is to like, say, Twitter's nothing like IRC. <laughs> eh, it's got it's got this broad. Yeah, I, you could you couldn't could you private message people in IRC? Yeah, yeah. So to me, it's like the key features of Slack. There's a million. It's actually gotten kind of nuanced. You can just use the basics really easily. But there's kind of like rooms. Mm-hmm. They're called channels, and they're usually around they're some kind of grouping of concern. So it could be a department, it could be a project, it could be a topic. It's pretty pretty loose. You can name it whatever. It's like a hashtag kind of thing. It's kind of like a tag. It's like a hashtag on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you just sort of hang out in there and do your thing. And um, Or you can make you know private ones. You can have public ones inside of the workspace. And you can direct message people. The notification controls are extremely granular. And they're different on desktop and mobile, so you can customize per Yep, Yep. and it's pretty smart about like, like, oh, we can tell that you're active in the desktop application, so we're not going to send 50 million notifications to your phone. Right. So it's really smart about that stuff. And then there's a ton of just like fun features that are delightful. You know, like the ability to, to, like the emoji support is amazing. You can put in all these custom ones. There's all these, there's a huge ecosystem of apps that you can plug into it. It integrates with literally everything. Give Slackbot custom responses for things. Yeah, there's no, there's no 
comp- there's no comparison like for for text-based real-time communication and it's kind of like presence like you can see who's around mm-hmm. you know because they got little status icons and stuff you can, you know oh you know what it has a sort of it's kind of like aim remember aim mm-hmm. in that regard it's got this kind of feeling like oh you can sort of see who's active you know you can see who's in the office or whatever yeah yeah. Oh man, I used to, I forgot about AIM. I was in that thing. I had that on <laughs> all the time. It's very much like that. For me, Slack is for me Slack is the new Twitter because I used to use Twitter back in the day when there weren't like 50 billion people on Twitter. It was a felt like a small community of of nerds. Mm-hmm. And you could kind of like talk about no. whatever. No, it's just a global community of angry people. Yeah, it's like an outrage machine now. So Slack uh is it's amazing, honestly. You can do file transfers, yeah, share, phone calls, yeah, and phone uh, calls, screen yeah. share, um, screen share. Um, a lot of that's, that said, if you're managing a remote team and you need to share files, I don't recommend. Slack is great if you're just passing things back and forth that no one will ever need to access again. Mm-hmm. But if you need to organize the files you're sharing, put them in a shared Google Drive folder rather than just right. tossing them into Slack. Yeah, so here's because Slack the, doesn't organize downloads well. Correct. And big picture, Slack's wicked expensive. Yeah, that's true. Like that's the problem. So you, like you can use, you know, they have a nice free tier where you can use it for free, but uh, you only get a message history of ten thousand messages, which sounds like a lot. But if you have, and it includes the private messages, the DMs. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lot of people, you know, you get a hundred people in a Slack room. You're going to you go through those 10,000 yeah. messages fast. And there's also, file size limits. Also on the free one, you can't have more than one person on a call at once. You, can, be like, you can have two people on a call. Right. Like you and one other. But you can't have, you can't do oh, group calls. I thought you meant you could only have one person on the call. <laughs> you can sit there and talk to yourself. No. No, one, you, one other person. Yeah. It's like having the only fax machine in the world. <laughs> um, okay, so... So if I was going to say there's anything bad about Slack, it's the cost, but you can get it for free and it's super useful for free. Yeah. The only things that I see anybody using instead of this for a short time, there were a couple of competitors from Atlassian. They're gone. As far as I know, some people use discord because it's, I don't know, it's just for a different group. It's similar, but it's for definitely for a different group and it, and it does not feel as elegant or fun to me. But you can do the multiple you can do the group chats, voice chats for free with Discord. Mm, whereas you can't with Slack. So. Good to know. Uh, and we blasted past Zoom really quickly too. I, I see Zoom. Zoom's great for big group video calls. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we can do 50 people in a Zoom and it's no problem. Yeah. And, and there's something good about it. It's like to, to have, the, like I'm not a huge video fan either, but there is, there is some, it is, it is um, uh, good sometimes. It's good for certain things. So if you're going to have a lot of interaction between the, if you've got a decent sized group of people and you need to have a lot of interaction, it really helps to see who's doing what, who, you know, you can raise your hand, you can do all these things. Yep. You can also Um, use it for pair programming. So yeah, it's, it's, it is good. It's really good. And then the, the, uh, uh, they also have a webinar product that I've used as a attendee, but what we're talking about is the meetings product. Which, again, I think has a really robust free tier. Yeah, I think it does. The free tier limits you to uh, 40 minutes in length for a session, mm. I believe. But you can just restart it right away and go on. There you go. It's a bit of a pain, but it's free. So Yeah. 
Yeah. And it forces you to keep your meeting short. <laughs> <laughs> also good. Um, okay. Any other <clears throat> communication tools? Zoom, Slack, Gmail, or whatever, email in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, document collaboration. We said Google Docs and Dropbox Paper. Project management, Jira, Trello, GitHub. Google Drive for Oregon Dropbox for sharing files. Yeah, Drive. I mean, basically all of the Google suites. Yeah. So like... like uh, sheets I use. Um, what's the other one I use? Uh, oops, spacing the presentation out. one. I forget the name. Yeah, slides. I haven't used that. Uh, what's the other one? Google Docs, Sheets. Oh, the calendar. Oh, calendar. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. calendar. I mean. Um, yeah, shared calendars. Oh, here's that Calendly. So here's there's a lot yes. of these. There there are um, a bunch of different ones. Schedule ones, Acuity. There's tons of them. I like Calendly. That's my favorite too. It's got this cleanest interface and calendar calendar ring is really easy to get wrong from a user experience standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I've been using Calendly for years and it's essentially what it is, is you connect it to your Google calendar and I think they have support for whatever, for Outlook or something now, but for a long time it only worked with Google calendar and you connect it to that and, 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 you create these event types that you can, that have a URL. So you can send the event type to someone's like, Hey, uh, I'd love to, could I, you know, pick your brain for 15 minutes and you know, I'd love to get, or I'd love to get on a call. and like, you know, I'm thinking about buying your coaching program or something. But like, all right, yeah, here, here's a link. I've got like a, you know, a sh- keyboard shortcut for it. It's like chunk Calendly slash Jonathan Stark slash meeting type name. And they just, get a direct link and it shows the availability for my calendar so there's none of that back and forth like oh could you do friday at one right <laughs> they could just pick some just pick a time that works for them right and you can put in uh it i mean this is amazing for it's just so smooth it's so much smoother and you can have you can add all kinds of there's all kinds of really smart features around it like I need 15 minutes before and after every call or I need uh you know it needs to be it can only be between these hours of the day on top of whatever blockages I have in my calendar or only or, these days of the week or yeah. Yeah. Or I need at least 48 hours notice before somebody books one of these, or they can only book it 60 days in advance. Um, but there's, all, there's a team's product that I haven't used that I think would probably be amazing for people where uh, here's what, here's what I imagine it does. Mm-hmm. I imagine that like a team under the same domain, like say it's a work group, you know, everybody that works at a particular company, or whoever, they all connect their Google calendars to it and it presents you an overlapping view of when everybody's free. Ah. So that you can just, it just shows you the times when everybody's free and then, you know, that's at least that's how it works in my imagination. <laughs> that's how it should work. <laughs> this, disclaimer here, this may not be how it works at all. <laughs> right, but there is a Teams feature, which I, I have to imagine is like that. Yeah. Um, but it's really it's really great. I mean, there's other features that probably are less interesting to someone who's you know worried about working from home. But you can attach it to Stripe and it like and you can charge people yeah. to book a meeting with you. It's, it's really great. And again, and very it has a free to use. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if I'm paying for it. Honestly, I think I'm not. <laughs> right. Um, what are some other so that count any other calendaring stuff? No, I don't think so. That's about all I use. What um, about surveys and forms and things like that i don't know does that relate mm-hmm. to remote at all i use type form but survey monkey is another big one and 
I don't. I don't see as much. I don't Google think there's forms. a lot of need for those. Yeah, though. probably not. Um, if you suddenly find yourself in a situation where you need to move your payroll to something remote, um, because you're managing all of that in-house, uh, Gusto is great. That's what I'm using, and I love it. Just switched over to it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. You know, I've been using it probably since the middle of last year, and I could not be happier with it. Yeah, we switched over to it at the beginning of the year, and it's great. Yeah. Um, like it very much. Um, and you're saying that as an employee. As an employee, yes. Yeah, and as, I'm saying as an employer, it's awesome. It's so great. From, so you got it from both sides there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Expensify. Never heard of it. It's for uh, like reimbursements on expenses and that sort of thing. You can, cool. They've got an app. You can scan your receipt. It automatically sends it off to HR to deal with that sort of thing. Hmm. Cool. So if you're... If you're reimbursing people for any of their expenses during this time. There you go. Um, any other money things, money-related things, 401k um, stuff? That's all. Gusto does that, doesn't it, on the employee I side? I don't know if Gusto does 401k or not. Our, our 401ks are not through Gusto. Um, but I'm having a hard time remembering who they are through. So yeah, I'm, I'm Gusto's got some integrations and partners that do things like... Um, what's it called? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I may have visibility into the 401k with Gusto, but they're not the ones managing it. So I, right. I, yeah, I haven't looked into it. Yeah, very happy with like it's very modern. Uh, it has like a modern approach to it. It's, it was like it feels like it was developed by software people, not payroll people. Mm-hmm. You know, so it does it great. Does everything you want. I mean, the setup as an employee, the employer setup was incredible. You know, like, it was like, okay, what state are you from? And I'm like checking a box here and there. And it's like, okay, you're going to get something. We're going to contact your state and they're going to send you some stuff in the mail. It's going to look like this. Don't throw it out. <laughs> you have to do this or whatever. And yeah. Like, it was great. That's yeah, really very cool. impressive. All right. So we got group communication, you know, there's webinar stuff. I mean, if there's managers listening to this, then something like Typeform or Google Forms or SurveyMonkey might be interesting. If you, I don't know, for one-on-ones or something or... Um, or like for deciding, I don't know, I don't know if you want to poll a large group of people, but, Mm -hmm. um, probably less, probably not that important. I'm surprised that doesn't, I wonder if there's a Slack app for polling. There is. There's bound to be. Yeah, there is. Um, I remember looking into it a long time ago and, and finding like a bunch. So I've never actually used one, but, uh, uh, they're definitely out there. I'm, I apologize. Editing, editing is going to be fun. I keep punching the mic. I'm out of practice. <laughs> yeah, it usually only takes you one shot and that thing's out cold. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sometimes it'll Velcro your eye in retaliation. Jeez, yeah, retaliation. Oh. Okay, so enough about technology. Let's talk yeah. about let's talk about the like people folks, side. Yeah, so people people are let's say people are familiar with all this or now or now they're like they, we've been waffling about it for long enough. They've demoed every single one of these things and they're in love with them all. <laughs> <laughs> and their subscription is renewed already <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh loom is another one um a oh lot of yeah pe- yeah um i use cloud i use cloud app i use, and I cloud use app. drop share but loom is probably the more popular one yeah loom is more popular um uh record it is another good one as an alternative yeah, so like to- being able to quickly share what you're looking at with other people mm-hmm yeah, I, I mean, I use that so much I didn't even think about it. It's like it's like a, a muscle memory. Right. 
yeah, just reflex at this point. I use, um, yeah, like I said, I use DropShare, um, record it as another alternative to Cloud App and DropShare. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at my, looking across the top of my icons up at the top, and that's that's all. I have a screen share up there too. I can't, uh, what's it called? ScreenFlow. That probably doesn't apply. Um, yeah, but yeah, some 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 way to quickly record your screen and send it to somebody with a link. So either Cloud App or Loom or DropShare are all um, really yeah. good options for those. Yeah, yeah, I have uh, I have another software recommendation, but it actually fits in more with the people stuff, so I will save it for that. So. Yeah, let's switch over to that. Switch over to that. Um, what are the what are the people issues? Because I'm a I'm a basement dwelling neckbeard from way back, so I don't really. Um, I think a lot of the people issues, especially right now with all the kids being home, is oh, just, there's that. Yeah. Um, I was and, thinking more of the isolation stuff, like you're yeah, used to being around and, people, and, and just the whole yeah, the isolation stuff. Um, again, apps like Slack and Zoom are going to help with the isolation feeling. Mm. Um, you know. Open a window, get some sunlight. Yep. Get out, walk around the neighborhood for a bit. Mm-hmm. You're you're not confined to your house. You just have to not be like draping yourself over your neighbors, <laughs> <laughs> which you probably shouldn't do anyway. <laughs> so yeah, you you can still you know, walk around the walk neighborhood. The dog. Talk to, yeah. yeah, walk the dog. Talk to your neighbor out in their yard and yeah, and just um. You don't yeah. you don't have to isolate yourself entirely. <laughs> right. Yeah, the weather's getting pretty nice here. I suppose people in cities would have a hard time with that, but you know, we're both kind of like not in the burbs per se, but but yeah. Um that's and, probably the trickiest part, but that's that's I feel like that's one where I don't have a I say trickiest, but that's the one where I have the least advice. Yeah, yeah, me too, because I kind of actually like being alone most of the time. Yeah, exactly. I do enjoy getting out of the house and, and getting some fresh air and sunshine, though. That's um, weird. Lately, it's been rain. Yeah. So, yeah. that hasn't well, been happening. Getting, it is getting a little bit nicer here anyway, mm-hmm. so it's like, it's definitely bike riding weather at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see, I would say. Yeah, working from home is great because you can set your own schedule, make it a normal schedule. Oh, that's okay. Here's I've got one for yeah. you for the okay. for the isolation thing. Take a freaking shower, get yeah. dressed. Like, see, I don't worry so much about getting dressed. I can work in my pajamas all day long, and it doesn't hurt my productivity. But yes, take a shower. S- try to keep as normal of a schedule as you can. Because you will be more productive and you will feel better. Um, you'll if, feel less out of control. You'll feel like you're yeah. going insane less. Yeah. If you if you like work a few minutes and then do family stuff for a few minutes and work a few minutes and then wash the dishes and work a few minutes and then watch a show on Netflix, you end up feeling like you've spent your entire day working and you've gotten, gotten nothing done. And then yep. at the same time, you also feel like you've spent your entire day trying to take care of the kids or trying to clean the house and you haven't accomplished anything there or given that your best yeah you've done a half-assed like don't, job don't of mix everything. the two yeah so for me the the um if i'm in sweatpants at like 5 p.m mm-hmm. it makes me feel like i'm sick because that's what i do when i'm sick so okay. it's like i can't or like my hair's a mess or something or like whatever like whatever it is from like i just didn't like i rolled out of bed and like immediately went to the computer 
Yeah. Then, because I'm tempted to do that many times. Like, where I've got, oh, I've got so much stuff to do, or it's like a bunch of stuff I really want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like anxious to do it. And I'm a wicked night owl. So I have a tendency to like sleep in. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm behind the eight ball. So, and so sometimes I'll do that. And then if I'm just like, ugh, you know, like gross, <laughs> like, did yeah. I brush my teeth yet? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Then I start to feel sick. Not because I feel sick, but because I'm acting like I'm sick. Right. And it kind of, it's like there's this weird. Uh, there's a, what's it called? It's not mirror neurons. It's, it's like, uh, if you, this is sounds stupid, but I think there's some science behind it where if, if you're feeling down, just force your mouth into a smile shape Mm -hmm. and it will trigger, it will reverse, it'll do the reverse. Like it'll trigger the stuff that normally goes the other direction. Hmm. Yeah. And it works, like it works for me. Like if I find myself like, like, uh, Usually when I'm driving, because I can't stand driving, I'll be like, I've got resting bitch face right now. Like, I'm like, <laughs> mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And if I just like s- turn on a comedy podcast or just like force myself to find something to smile about or just manually <laughs> move my face muscles into a <laughs> smile shape, it immediately changes my mood. It it's immediately- like a kind of brace. <laughs> Right. It's ridiculous. I feel stupid saying it, but it it completely works for me. I hardly ever have to do it, but it does occur to me. And I, but I think it has something, the same kind of thing with like, you know, if I'm wearing like yesterday's t-shirt and like a mm-hmm. bathrobe and boxer shorts and it's, it's dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel like, like a loser. Yeah. I just feel like a loser. And it, it's, I don't know. I just like, ideally I'll take a shower, shave, like all the, you know, all the stuff. All, all even the if stuff I'm, to get ready. Even yeah. if I'm not going to see anybody. Yeah, it just makes you feel human again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you. It makes me feel like I'm not sick or I'm not losing my mind. Yeah, and similarly, I'm I'm like about my my office and my workspace. Um, clutter makes me sad. Agreed. Same way. So like, can't deal. if I have days where I can't focus and I feel like things aren't getting, th- like if my office is a mess, I, I can't work. So mm-hmm. like just taking 10 minutes and picking up things and cleaning and straightening and organizing stuff in the office. It's just, that's what makes me feel like, okay, now I can sit down and I can work and, uh, and like things are good. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't, I, I get extremely stressed out by clutter, which is a, pro- it's like a, that's a problem because mm-hmm. I'm the only person in my family that's that way. So. I am too. So I have my one little room mm-hmm. that's clutter-free. Yeah. And even it is sometimes a little more cluttered than I would like, but it's at least organized clutter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like I have my, my uh, office has more stuff in it. It has, has more, more, uh, fewer, let's put it like this, fewer clean lines than it normally does because I mm-hmm. have like a lot of lighting and microphone cables. It's set up kind of like a studio right now, mm-hmm. but it's the minimal amount of stuff that I need to get that done. And there's yeah. plenty of room on my desk. Like I'm the kind of person where if my desk is cluttered and I like put down my coffee, I will spill it all over everything. Yeah. So I'm in this constant state of anxiety that I'm about to make a huge mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I have this, I have this work table over beside my desk. That's just, yeah, it's for, it's for the fun projects, like the drawing or the model kits or the, the whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I let that get cluttered, then even though since I'm blind, when I'm sitting at my desk, it's completely out of my field of vision. 
because mm. my field of vision is so narrow. Just knowing that it's there and cluttered, it's like, oh, I need to clean my table. Yeah, it's looming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, speaking speaking of other people, we just mentioned mm-hmm. other people in the house. Like, how do you, you know, we both of us have worked from home for years and years with yes. family members in and out, in, a, in and about. Yes, so, that, yeah. that um, if you can, have a dedicated workspace. Um, if you can't devote an entire room in your house to it, then maybe have a bedroom that that you can go to and then some signal that says, hey, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Um, so people know not to interrupt you. Right. Um, my my Our general rule of thumb here is I leave my office door open 90% of the time. If it's open, you're welcome to come in and talk to me. If it's closed, uh, don't, <laughs> unless there's blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's a whiteboard on the door. We can leave notes. I can leave a note to you, like I'm on a call. I'll be done in 30 minutes. You can leave a note to me, like, hey, I'm running out to get such and such, which you probably shouldn't oh, be doing right now anyway. that's a great idea. That's a great idea, though. So. That's a really that's really good. Like, they walk over, the door's closed. Well, I'll just let her know. Boom, boom, boom. Don't have to interrupt. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. I love that low-tech solution. Yep. And I can be, like, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a meeting. It ends at 2. So that way they know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great tip. Um, okay, so uh, so some more tips. Like, let's say you have doors, because I've talked to some people who've asked me about okay. this, and like, we don't, we have one door. It's on the bathroom. Okay. Uh, do not rule out the bathroom. <laughs> right. So, like, like the the you can the you can get your TV secret. tray, TV tray, and your your hoarded pile of toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Salisbury steak dinners. Slid under the door. Put no, your I, mini fridge I, in there. Yeah, I I will admit to uh, sitting on the closed toilet with my pants on, you know, work like working from that desk mm-hmm. occasionally, not not normally, but occasionally because for whatever reason, it's like when the bathroom doors closed. You know, the, the six year old is still sometimes you're like dad, dad, dad. You know, <laughs> but in general, people are automatically kind of have that closed door reaction. And you can you can sneak like even when chaos is going on outside, you can sneak like a forty five minute, um, yeah, you know whatever. <laughs> you know you have to write an article or you have to like push something to production and the servers are down. You need to reboot something. That's another thing. If you've got kids running around going crazy in the house and you need to take a phone call or you need to write twenty minutes undisturbed or something, mm-hmm. go sit outside. The car. I, I've used the car for that. Now I. I'm just like, we have a fire pit in the backyard. I'll just go sit out on the bench by the fire pit for. Yep. Yeah. And if, it, you know, if it, whatever, if it's raining or, or, you yeah, know, if, you live if in it's a, raining, yeah, go sit in the vehicle. Yeah. I've sit in the car garage. I've done the garage. Uh, but I mean, usually ideally, the car's ideally actually, you don't want to be that desperate to get a lot to escape and do things, but sometimes you have to. Yeah. So the, the bathroom's great for typing. It's bad for audio <laughs> because it sounds like the bathroom. Sounds like you're in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the car sounds actually amazing. Audio-wise, the car sounds amazing. So, you know, it's, 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 still... it's the closed space and all the upholstery to absorb things. And... Right. So, you know, we happen to, you know, we happen to have a car. It happens to be in a driveway near the house close enough to catch the Wi-Fi. So, if, you know, again, if you live in a city and you're in a parking space down, you know, four floors down, it's <laughs> not going to work for you. But um, it, it it's uh, it's worked for me a number of times. I've had a, plenty of phone calls from the car parked like yeah. just yeah. sitting in the driveway yeah yeah you've had plenty from the car i've had plenty from the backyard 
Yeah, there you go. I've I've had conference calls from the woods near my house, like just walking around. Like somebody's <laughs> like, "Hey, could you jump on a quick call?" Like, sure. Sure. Sat, up, sat my like put my notebook on a fallen tree log, and <laughs> you can <laughs> yeah. pretty much do it from anywhere these days with like broadband coverage. I mean, uh, wi- uh, not Wi-Fi, not broadband, cellular coverage cellular. being what it is. There's the word. Boy, it's been a while since we've turded TRD. Yeah. Um, okay. So other things. So here's, here's the big thing. Here's the big picture. If you have kids in the house, like all of a sudden you're not used to it, whether or not you're used to working from home or from the office, you're the, whatever the, whatever the previous life was now you're at home with kids and it's never been like that before. And they're, you know, young enough that they're not necessarily going to, you know, you can't just tell them once and then forever they do the right thing. Right. Um, you need to, uh, my opinion is that you just need to get used to the fact that your day is going to get chopped up into much smaller size pieces than you are used to mm-hmm. and you're going to hate it at first but there's tactics that you can use to like make it work for you and get through it until you can get back to the new, the normal you know like kids back at school or whatever and the way i do this is you know, I sort of look at what I have to do during the day. And if I have to do, I, you know, these days I'm doing a lot of phone calls and Mm -hmm. they, you know, it could be a podcast where I really need everybody to be quiet, quiet. Like it's not even just don't interrupt me, but it's like, you need to be quiet. So I'll sort of plot those out. And when something like that's coming up, I'll, you know, my kids are 10 and six, so it's not, they're not like super little, but even when they were littler, it was kind of like a little bit younger. I knew that I could pull out, you know, headphones and an iPad and like Sid the Science Kid mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I'm going to, it's not totally rotting their brains, but you know, and I'd save it up and yeah. be like, okay, 10 minutes before the call or 15 minutes before the call, I'd be all set up in a room with a door and I would say, all right, you guys, I got a phone call. It's going to be about an hour. Do you need anything before? And they were pretty good about being like, yeah, I'm hungry, you know? So like, whatever, get them some food as they got older, the food is set up so that they can just get it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they know they have got like, and basically there's no rules. Like we never have any rules, but I would say for people who do have rules that like during the phone call, there's no rules about what you can eat, any snacks in this particular cabinet, go for it. Help yourself. You're, you're getting to be a big kid now. If you don't and, want them to have it, don't put it in that cabinet. Exactly. Right. So, so just let them do that and just like, if they spill it, fine. Just clean it up. It's not, you know, whatever. After the phone call, you'll come out, you clean it up. There's pro- almost certainly not going to be a major emergency, you know, but I think a lot of people will get, they're used to um, a weekend situation mm-hmm. where the parent will have a tendency to jump on stuff that really doesn't need to be jumped on. You know, like... It's been so long since I've had a small child in the house. I well, honestly just don't dog. remember. I honestly don't remember a lot of this. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, dog. Dog pukes. So what? Leave it. It's fine. You don't need to interrupt the phone call to go clean up the dog puke. It's fine. You know it'll, what I mean? It'll still be there when you're done. It'll still be there when you're done. Well, actually, it might not be. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, have you have two dog. dogs. <laughs> you have two dogs. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it fixed itself. Or one dog that's ambitious enough. Exactly. Oh, that's still good. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh look i made dog food <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying like obviously you don't want like puke or pee or whatever like floating around it's not it's not hygienic obviously obviously and I, i'm probably like you know sound like an awful parent but it really doesn't happen that often no. well and i mean it does but like not in the middle of a, it's not like every time you're on a phone call the dog's I see, like you never oh. met my dog i don't have <laughs> a dog Fair anymore enough. 
Yeah. <sighs> I'm just having a dog puke and all. Right. Did I even tell you we got a puppy? You did, yes. Okay. Speaking of pee, there's just pee everywhere. Yeah. Um, anyway, the the point is you're you're gonna get interrupted a lot. So for the there's there's like at least with the kind of work I do, which is probably not that representative. There are lots of tasks that are pretty small and I can do with um, a modicum of attention. Uh-huh. But there are a few things I need to do where I really need to concentrate and get into a flow state. And it's probably going to take an hour, maybe two, maybe four. Uh-huh. And getting interrupted immediately, I just see red. And it's yep. like, but it's going to happen. Like you're going to, it's going to happen from time to time where you, you have these certain things that you have to do with full concentration and they can't be broken down into much smaller tasks. So you need to figure out a way to, to um, protect the time around those things that you do. So if you, if you have a spouse or a partner or whatever, then I would say take shifts because you're probably both at yeah. home now anyway. Probably both at home now. Take yeah. Shifts. So take shifts where the, 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 you know, you both get up at whatever, six, one of you watches the kids for three hours. And the other one can do all of that stuff. So you've got a to-do list mm-hmm. of stuff you have to do, and you you treat that time like gold. And you don't you don't go on YouTube, you don't go on Facebook, you don't go on Instagram. You take the first thing off your big work list, and you do that. This is your chance. And there's really strict protocol between the two adults, where unless the world is ending, the parent who's watching the kids is not going to interrupt the other person. Yes. Who's working. Yes. And the person who's working, no matter what they hear happening in the rest of the house, they are not going to stop what they're doing unless they are pulled out of the basement by the other parent. Yes. And then it's not rude. It's fine. It's ex- expectation. You're supposed to be down there working. That's what you all, all agreed to. We've agreed that if, you know, if whatever, if somebody knocks over um, a tray of glasses and you hear this shattering, like if nobody calls for you, do not go up there and see if everyone's okay because everyone is okay. Yeah. Or they're already dead and it's a good chance to get some focused work done. You can, still, you can get eight hours work done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I have some thoughts on that as well. Um, if you are, if you're working on a bigger thing and you're in a situation where you might get interrupted because maybe you don't have that spouse watching or right. it's a hectic day or whatever, <clears throat> while you're working on the bigger stuff, have another, have another like, notepad open next to you and take copious notes about the things you're doing and more importantly why you're doing them so that way if you do get interrupted it doesn't take you an hour to get back into where you left off that's a good one Mm -hmm. and um so yeah but we have like at work we have um we have three different sort of categories that that you could be working in on any at any given point during during a sprint and it's we have um we have like protected, focused, and reactive. And protected developers are ones that they are they're doing important things, and you do not interrupt them. And and focused means this is primarily your focus. If something important comes up, we can interrupt you. And then reactive is sort of okay. You're you're responding to things as they happen. Yeah, fireman. Yeah, yeah. And so you can you can kind of sort of translate this to your to you either your either your interactions with your other colleagues or as far as family members interrupting you and that sort of thing it's just a mm. it's a good way to sort of compartmentalize the type of work you need to be doing at any given time yeah you could almost i could imagine um even though i i don't have 
workmates, I can mm -hmm. imagine taking a to-do list and chunking it into those three categories. And if I were, especially, you know, cause it's even now, like Erica started working. So, you know, today mm -hmm. I was home with the kids while she was at work and because her, the person who runs her knitting store didn't uh, close the store yet, mm. but, uh, okay. Um, so she was out of the house and so I'm here, you know, most, most many, uh, often on Tuesdays and on many Fridays, I have an office, but I stay home because she's at, she's at the knitting store and I'll right. be home with the kids with by the kids, myself right. and, and two dogs, including a puppy. So it's like, you know, stuff happens or they're, or they're chasing the puppy around or whatever. So I'll, I'll be like, okay, what can I do where, cause there's all these differences. It's like, it's like the noise is not necessarily going to interrupt me. So what can I do while they're being noisy that doesn't require me recording, you know, I'm not recording audio or video right. or something. Right. So it could still so be a time consuming task. It's just maybe not sensitive to the audio and maybe not so mentally consuming that you have to give it your full attention. Right. Well, like, I, I'm like a master at not being bothered by the noise as long mm -hmm. as somebody's not tugging at my shirt. So, you know, they, so I can I'll be like, okay, now's a perfect time to write because, you know, like yeah. write an article or something because they're not interrupting me, but they're just being wicked loud and they're having fun and they're laughing. It's great. Go right. keep doing it. I'm just going to like, right, 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 right. And then when they quiet down, I'm like, okay, now I probably, since they were just going crazy, I probably have like a half an hour to record a podcast episode or, you know, whatever. And then the, the trickiest parts are when I have a scheduled call mm -hmm. uh, or a webinar or something like that. It's something scheduled that I can't shift because other people are expecting it to be at a particular time. So That's I when have you to, end up in the car, isn't it? <laughs> if it's audio, I've definitely done that. Um, I don't, I have not left the kids alone in the house right. with me in the right. car, although we're getting to the age where we could certainly do that. Um, but... I'll just tell, I like, you know, I'll be in a, in a room that's very accessible, but with mm -hmm. the doors closed and say, all right, you guys, I'm about to get on a phone call. I'll be done in an hour. Do you need anything now? Yeah. And, uh, and still, you know, the doors are glass. So they'll come over and like, <laughs> you'll be staring through the glass <laughs> at me, like a dog waiting for a treat or something. Right. Right. And I can see her out of my periphery and I refuse to look over because I know she, it's, I know it's not an emergency. Right. And like, as soon as you do, she's going to. Yeah. Start mouthing, like, mm -hmm. I, I have to poop or something. <laughs> like, yeah. go, what are you telling me for? I just yeah. wanted to let you know. Yeah, and it's it's not, I mean, it's not an unreasonable expectation for you to, unless you've got like a two-year-old or a three-year-old running around, it's not an unreasonable expectation for you to be able to set your kids down and say, hey, look, things are different right now. I have to be working from home. I need you to find something quiet to do for X amount of time. Yeah. You know, if you're not asking them to, if you're not asking them to entertain themselves for four hours without making mm -hmm. a peep, if you keep your expectations reasonable, it, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I need some quiet time right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, that was one of the things I said on the webinar. It was like, um, start off with communication. We already talked about the, the parental agreement to, you know, ironclad rules around not disturbing the person who's working. Mm -hmm. Um but with the kids, it's kind of like, you know, they probably think it's like a weekend. Yeah. So, you know, they might not, you know, you might be on your phone or computer on the weekend and it's not important. You're like, you're like goofing around answering non-important emails or like browsing Reddit stuff. all weekend or something. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Right. So, so they just see you doing the same thing and they're just like that, that, that. And, you know, it's, we, we've had the talk where it's like, you know, today, this isn't a weekend. I'm working from home. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, because they'll say, like, are you going to the office? And I'll say, no. And they'll say, but are you working? And I'll say, yeah, I'm working today. And they'll say, okay. They, like, they know what that means now because yeah. I explained, first of all, I explained that it's not the weekend and I'm, you know, I'm working, but I also explained why I work because that's not necessarily obvious to a little mm-hmm. kid. So I connected, like, you know, like grab their current favorite toy. It's like, you know, I need to work to get money to buy toys like this or whatever they understand, like translated into something that makes sense for them. Like, oh, that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what money is, right? Yeah, sort of. I mean, they don't, but they know <laughs> yeah. that it's how you get stuff from it's Target. How you get stuff, yeah. Well, the reason we have any money at all is because I work. If I didn't work, we wouldn't have any money at all. And it's like, oh, what? Oh, okay. And it's and you can see they take it. It's it's like a almost a scary concept. Mm-hmm to them but they you know at least in my case anyway they took it pretty seriously and they're like oh okay i kind of get that i guess so i connected it i tried to connect it to something that that was tangible to them because it's so abstract and especially you know my kids have been watching me work from home from day one so imagine if like your kids are normally at school or daycare and they come home and they're like yeah let's play (laughs) right right it's the weekend i guess yeah that's funny that you mentioned that because like like Kira was probably, I don't know, eight years old, at least before she realized that like I was working, <laughs> and not just you know sitting at the computer goofing around like you said, like you do on the like you do on the weekends. Yeah, and it's like, uh, so it's like, oh, you actually work. <laughs> so, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, it's why. I mean, like, why would they? It's it's right. so obvious to us that you forget to say it. Or like mention it. It's just like mm-hmm. you know, in the in the drag with that is not talking about it or whatever, that they're acting it's almost like um it can get really frustrating if they're just trying to do what a kid would normally do and be like, you know, let's let's play, let's play, like you're here, like like and yeah. and and under normal circumstances you want them to do that. And but in this this is a different circumstance, it's like how can they be so foolish? They're well, because they don't understand. Yeah, they have no clue. Like yeah. it's not obvious. And to the a younger kid. they are, the more often they're going to need to be reminded. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you if just you have, have to, I think what what always helped me when I was getting frustrated with with the the kiddo when the kiddo was much younger was to just stop and remind myself. It's like okay, she's doing something right now that annoys me, but right. that I told her not to do. Right. But but her entire <laughs> lifetime or her entire set of experiences from which to like make decisions and make judgment calls is like five years. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's weird how like, um, like the intent to annoy is not there. Right. Right. And, and you know, if you're like us and you have brilliant children, <laughs> it's easy to forget that they're as young as they are. Right. They trick you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for Did your phone just ring. No, I, I did a weird thing with my hand. Uh, oh, I have okay. this like new fountain pen that I'm playing with. I probably oh. I did something strange. Um, the one of the one of the people who was on the webinar was a single parent. Mm, that's rough. With toddler and baby. Oh god! Right, right, and 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 in this particular situation, you can't have a babysitter or have your in laws come over. No, you can't. No, you're on the hook. So, so you have to give up sleeping or you have to like duct tape your children to the wall. 
I was so here's what I here's what I was a couple of couple of pieces of advice that I could give because I've occasionally been in that situation. It was never commonplace, but there were certainly right, times like you when you were home with the kids when they were super little and needed to do stuff. Erica had to go somewhere or something, you know. But I've definitely been there, but it's extremely rare. Mm-hmm. And the, the only and I was kind of my tips were like that's this is going to be hard. I'll tell you right now, you, there's yeah. no like easy answer for this. The first thing I would say is. When those kids are asleep, you either sleep or work, period. Yeah. Like, and do that, like, hard, deep work stuff. If they're, do not, because the, the temptation is, like, you're frazzled. You're, like, you know. you can sit and relax and watch yeah, a video. I'm gonna, and, oh, yeah. I'm just going to go on Instagram for a few minutes and, like, all of a sudden they wake to, up. You just have to discipline yourself to be like, no, can't do that. I, yeah. That's just, that's where the self-discipline has to come in if you're in that right. situation. And it's right. going to suck. It's going to suck. So I was like, delete every social media app off your phone. Keep your phone in do not disturb mode 24-7 because everyone you care about's in the house. Mm-hmm. There's no emergency. So like, just do not let yourself get interrupted. And when those kids are quiet or asleep, you immediately start working. Resign and, yourself to the fact that it's going to suck for a while, but know that it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. Because as soon as you can start getting help or a babysitter or something, everything just totally mm-hmm. changes. But uh, for the time being, it's like when they're asleep, you either sleep or work. Yeah. And if your kids are not on a schedule, now's a good time to get them on one if they're old enough. Yeah. I mean. Meaning like at least six months old. Right. Right. So, I mean, that's hard. Another thing that I would say for those folks is uh, especially, I I mean, you know, this is probably, in my experience, maybe 50-50 people kind of fall on one side or the other of this. But like some Mm -hmm. people are super neat freaks. And and I've been over there, you know, like the, the, we have this one friend that I kind of like razzed on the webinar where I was like, she would count the Legos before she put them away to make sure none of them were lost. <laughs> you know, cl- I, hopefully I, I, I had a friend, his mom used to like literally follow him with a vacuum cleaner. Right. So give yourself a break, mm-hmm. leave stuff out. Or, and if you can't stand the chaos, like we were saying earlier, we clutter drag is a drag for us, like have a dedicated room where the crayons, the Legos, the coloring books, the the glue, whatever, the glitter, it's a disaster area in there, but they can go in there and just have a party. Right. And like even if you don't have that room now, let one let their bedrooms be that room. But the for bedroom, the time yeah. being until this situation changes. Yeah. Bedroom, dining room, whatever. Whatever. Give up a room to be the school room, the craft room, the Montessori school room. And don't waste any time cleaning it up at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Just leave it. This is, this is you know, this is not going to last forever. No. So just let them have this, you know, you know, we talked earlier about having snacks that they could get, like in a cabinet. To, you're a big kid now. You can get your own snacks. You can get your own juice box or you can get your own water. You could have these. We had these bottles. Uh, what are they? Uh, Camelback bottles that, mm-hmm. that you could set up like three of them with water in them and they could go out. That'd be enough for the whole day. Uh, teach them how to open their refrigerator or if they're tall enough or whatever. Yeah. Like I used to keep, I used to keep like cereal in baggies and little cups of milk in the fridge mm-hmm. and toddler Kira would want, would get up in the morning and she'd go get a baggie and she'd empty the cereal into the bowl and then she'd get a little <laughs> cup of milk and she'd pour it in. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. And, and I would lay in bed and listen to her do all of these things and, and not have to get up for another hour. <laughs> the best. Like that, that was like a huge milestone for us yeah. too. That's like, that's better than like diapers. Like mm-hmm. it was like, oh wow. She went downstairs and got her own breakfast. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, if you're normally the type to like clean up the whole house, give the, I mean, I mean, I actually looked this up because I was afraid I was going to get branded as bad parent, but like, I know people who give their kids a bath every single night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we totally don't do that. Like it's, it's probably once or twice a week tops. And then I was like, that's what we've always done. They don't smell that bad. So it was kind of like, and they don't go out that much either. Yeah. So, but then I looked it up and in fact, that is the recommended the dosage. Right. So recommended dosage. <laughs> yeah. Dosage yeah. of tubbies. Yeah. I tell you what though, um, with, with my kiddo, sticking the kiddo in the bathtub and then sitting there in the bathroom and reading a book was a good way for me to get some time to sit and read a book. Mm. Because the kiddo would happily entertain herself like playing in the tub for a good hour. Interesting. That wouldn't that that was not the case. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you have that kid. (laughs) If you have that kid, then right. Yeah, look for that stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know, another thing that I was like, cut yourself some slack. Uh, is that there's like a, you know, there's tons of parents parents who are super anti-screen time and I'm definitely anti-TV, but iPads have some pretty sweet educational content on them. There's Mm -hmm. lots of really fun games that are not totally brain dead. And even if you are anti-screen time, this is temporary. This is temporary, right. So if you're you're really disgusted by the idea of, of, you know, iPad babysitter, then just save it up for... You know, conference when, call. yeah, for the conference call when you're going to be, you know, trying to land a new client. Well, these are probably regular employees, so like the conference call with the president or whatever, and just be like, "Look, here's Sid the Science Kid, or Teletubbies, or YouTube Kids, or um, Yo Gabba Gabba, or Thomas the Tank Engine." Mm-hmm. All, they're some, all fine. There's some great kids cartoons on Netflix. There's tons. Where of you great don't have stuff. to worry about weird YouTube ads. I mean, Disney Plus was basically invented yeah, Disney for Plus, this. Yeah. So spend the nine bucks and just, just they're they're going to be fine. Think about how much TV you watched when you were a kid, dear listener. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, and what garbage! Uh, it was so bad. Yeah. I, like my, bro- it's a miracle. I'm a functioning, a reasonably functioning adult <laughs> after all the Gilligan's Island I watched and Brady right? Bunch. Right. Ugh, watch that now. It's unbearable. Flintstones. It's like Tom and Jerry. It's like hyper violent, racist. It's like yeah. awful. <laughs> so yeah. So there's tons it's of like great I stuff on iPads. Grew up on Yogi Bear. <laughs> right. Yeah. Man. I, for me, it was like Flintstones, Brady Bunch, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. And watched a lot Star of Gilligan's. Trek, which was watched a lot of Gilligan's Island and a lot of Star Trek and yeah. Star Trek was excellent. <laughs> so anyway. um, what, are, what is there anything else with interruptions uh, or like like f- family dynamics working from home with kids um i don't know um yeah, yeah make sure make sure you're still getting plenty of sleep yes you should have no problem going to sleep at the end of a day like this yeah yeah like don't don't get into the oh i'm going to do it after the kids go to bed habit for your entire work day there may right. be there may be a few things you need to treat like that, but don't don't try and make that your entire work day. <laughs> You'll be miserable. No. Yeah, right. The thing that I I always tell myself is like, because um, all of it, my Achilles heel mm-hmm. is when a new show comes out on Netflix that I want to binge watch, and you know, because that's that can be like twenty five hours. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be a lot of content. 
be like 13 hours and like um yeah i mean and like when the next expanse novel comes out you know that it's something about the tv when the tv next season comes out yeah right like the new season of ultra carbon is out now and i'm like i've got two shows left oh so did it actually I, get good um it's good and it, it keeps my attention there's one there's one i mean it's funny like now that we're writing this book mm-hmm. and i'm i it's really changed the way that i it's already changed the way that i like it's funny because i'm less i'm actually less uh, i'm more forgiving now okay but i'm also so it's weird because i like i'm you're noticing more aware of stuff but but more accepting of it right like whereas before yeah. i'd be throwing stuff at the tv like come on you got to be kidding me yeah. you know but now i'm noticing much much more stuff that should i figured it would make me even matter and everything would become unwatchable but in fact i'm like yeah I can see why they had to do that. Yeah, much more empathy, right? <laughs> so it's, it's like, a yeah, very funny a shift. To, yeah. Um, but uh, but I but honestly, we're like we're doing great compared to <laughs> <laughs> some of these screenplays are just like whew, let's just oh, yeah. wave our hands real quick and that's that'll just be something we never explain. There we go. And just move on. That's just normal. It's, it's good year. to know that if the whole book thing falls through, we can just condense it all into a two-hour movie script. And exactly. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, so the, the, you binge watching TV shows. Yeah, so. and so here's the thing. I'll say to myself, like, this could be the night when they wake up in the middle of the night with a, uh, you know, well, I, I don't mean because pandemic. <laughs> I mean just in general. Yeah. Like the, any given night. I saw where kid, you were going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any given night, a kid should just wake up in the middle of the night sick. Yeah. And, you know, whatever, earache, cough, whatever. And there's no, like, I cannot physically sleep when my kid is coughing. It's, yeah. It, I, I'd I, rather have a cough. I have a 17-year-old and I can't physically sleep when my kid is coughing. Can't do it. Like, so, like, like months away from, like, two months away from 18. And it's like, oh. Yeah, can't do it. And so, so I'm like, if there's ever that moment, like, eh, should I go to bed or watch, like, another episode? Like, go to bed. This could be the night when they, like, wake up coughing. Yeah. At, like, or, like, 4 they pee in the bed at 3 in the morning and you have to suddenly do laundry and change that, clothes and yeah. bathe the kid. And, yeah. Yeah. Knock on wood. That hasn't... That I don't think that ever happened to us, actually. It happened once on the couch. Cooper was sick. The poor couch, the couch has been peed on so much between the oh, kid and this, the dogs. This thing is, like, it's 10 years old. It's It's done its duty. It's like a giant sponge now. We got our money out of it. It doesn't reek horribly. It's good. Yeah. I've, I've, it's all the Febreze that's right. forced into it. Yeah. Right. It's marinated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got a, I'll admit, it's got a few glasses of red wine dumped in it as well. <laughs> but yeah, you just never know what's going to happen. So it's like, it's like, take the opportunity, especially if you're by yourself and you can't have in-laws or a babysitter or something. Mm-hmm take every chance you can when they're quiet to work or sleep and and then chunk up you know for those t- just the tasks just the tasks that you can only do like don't don't triage your email while the kids are sleeping do you like if if that's all yeah. you have left to do then save that for like you know the constitutional in the morning right but like if you've got you know on your phone and that was the other thing i said like get your phone set up with all the apps that you need to do all of that one-handed stuff like, you know, when you're burping the baby or, uh, or, you know, they, you just got them to fall asleep, but they're on you mm-hmm. and you don't want to move them. So you're trapped, but you, at least you have your phone and you can go through and like, you know, triage your email or something. Yeah. This is, this is the, the, especially if you're single parenting. Um, right. 
because I in an ideal world you wouldn't have to juggle both at the same time. You would have uh, you know a partner to to help switch off back and forth. But correct. But they're working too, so it's kind of that's true. Like, they are a lot of a lot of them are working too. So right. But that's why I mean, there's like no comparison. Yeah. If if it's if at least you got like probably man to man defense going on with you've mm-hmm. got two parents, but like you know, oof. By yourself yeah. with one, even even with one or two, forget it. Forget it with two. You're just like you're doomed. It's it's going to be hard. So treat that sleep time as gold. And then you know, as soon as you're done with your big test, you sleep too. And then have your phone set up so that it's not interrupting you. But if mm-hmm. you do have five ten minutes, uh, well, you know, while the kid is is throwing down some turkey meatloaf, then you can like maybe answer some questions in Slack, respond to some emails, um, whatever, complete some to-dos, whatever, whatever this stuff is. Yeah. All that said, I do think it's still important to have at least a few minutes a day of quiet time to yourself where you're not obligated to your kids or work. So as much as you should be, if you have to fitting that stuff in uh, between sleep and activities and things, if you don't have that, person to trade off with or schedules don't allow. Um, I, I do think it's important to, even if it's just like 10 minutes mm-hmm. to just find some time for yourself. And that doesn't mean time for yourself watching a TV show or time for yourself, distracting yourself with some other thing. Just, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of just like grabbing a few minutes of quiet time to just decompress. Mm. Yeah. For me, it's karate. So it would yeah. be like, it would be like, even 10 minutes on the punching bag in the basement and be like, okay, I'm good. Other people, it's like, they need to take a walk. Yeah. Or like, um, I'm going to go take a shower. Shower, shower is it for me. Yeah. Shower is a, uh, shower is a big one for me too. I love, love showers. So great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I absolutely can't argue at that point. Like it, whether, whatever it is, like if it's walking the dog, if it's doing yoga, if it's meditation, if it's, uh, burpees like whatever the thing is like find it i totally agree that you know even if this is only two weeks that's that's a lot of days of Mm -hmm. woof treadmill a lot of days on the on the sort of proverbial treadmill so all right any other so what did we talk about so far we categories of technology we talked about isolation we talked about the opposite of isolation the opposite of isolation um that was kind. Of, I think it was kind of like those are the three big categories I was picturing. Was there other th- yeah. other stuff you had in mind? Um, I don't. Well, I think just just in general, when interacting with your coworkers and things through these new technology tools we've just introduced you to, <laughs> <laughs> um, it just just to keep in mind that that everyone you're working with is dealing with these same stressors and things that you are. Good one. Um, productivity is probably going to be a little lower as people adjust and as people deal with the stresses of quarantine or maybe illnesses within their family and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We do this thing at work that I really have come to enjoy. We do it, we do it like typically every Monday and sometimes we'll do it more if we're in really stressful situations where we just go through and we just, we just do like this real quick, like green, yellow, red check-in where it's like, we go down the list of people in the room and, and you, you give your color and a quick like one sentence explanation. And it could be like a work thing or it could be a, a personal thing. It could be like, oh, I'm, I'm yellow, didn't sleep good last night. And it's just kind of a way to know wow. just sort of the status of where everyone is at on the team. So like if someone's not performing at their best or having a hard time or something, it just kind of lets you respond with kindness instead of judgment. That is so cool. 
Wow, that's funny. Uh, that's that's so simple, but yeah. so powerful. I, I noticed you reminded me of one thing that I've been that's been sort of bubbling out of my subconscious into my conscious. But I've noticed that um, I've automatically tried to be even more. Ch- I'm pretty chill, mm-hmm. but I've noticed myself trying to be even more chill with everybody in the house. Yeah. So like, because like if it, you know. I mean, we like never fight, but if we're going to fight, it's going to be at a time like this yeah. where the stress is like extra stressful. Same, same, same. Like so, Rich, Richard and I might get into a good argument every four or five years, you know? Right. Same here. Right. And it's always my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, in all honesty, it really is always my, like I literally decide, yeah, I'm, let's fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's the same way, yeah. Yeah. And I guess I kind of am too, so when we're both get, yeah. Right, but it, it happens, it is the same schedule. It's like four or five years. I can remember them all. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's, you know, it's extra stressful. There's like, you know, there's certain things that, that of course, you know, like you live with somebody, mm-hmm. and I mean kids too, it's like there's going to be certain things that you just, you know, like the clutter. I'm anti-clutter. Yeah, like I'm the only one that's anti-clutter. I'm just like, whatever, I lose. Yeah. I, I got to have voted. Yeah, you lose. Yeah, it's like you live with these people, but you're not on top of each other 24-7. Like yeah, so day it's, in, it's a little bit more intense. Day out, but, yeah. But I'm, I'm like thoroughly 100% aware of how it would be 10 times worse if we weren't getting along. Mm-hmm. So there's like nothing, there's nothing that's worth fighting about at this point because yeah, exactly, it would just be, exactly. there's nowhere to go. It, it would be, it would just be 10, it would be a hundred times worse. I would mm-hmm. just be like, okay, this is way worse. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. I just made <laughs> this, this worse. Nothing. Yeah. Right. And that, it's still cluttered or whatever the thing is. Uh, yeah. The shoe, the shoes are still around yeah, everywhere. The shoes, are, the, the shoes are still on the floor in front of the closet and... And yeah. there's there's and, still and dirty now, there's still dirty dishes on the coffee table. <laughs> and now there's just like like tension in the air. Great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was dumb. <laughs> right. So that 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 one in a thousand chance of me deciding to pick a fight is is currently yeah. extinguished for the time being. It's on yeah. hiatus. So, I mean just yeah, whether whether it's dealing with coworkers or your family, it just right. like just Approach things with kindness. Just yeah, remember, count to just 10. remember to yeah. I love that that red, yellow, green thing because because it, it's exactly what it would do. You're like, oh, that person's dealing with something. Yeah, you know, because of course they are. It's like, oh, this person's y- not feeling good today. Or yeah, yeah, of course they are. Everybody's dealing with something, mm-hmm. especially now. But they always are, and to to just have no visibility into it, it's easy to be like you know, not, not empathetic. Yeah. Even if it's like, I didn't sleep that great last night. Right. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you don't want to give a reason and that's fine because you know, sometimes things are personal, but you can just be like, I'm yellow today. Don't really want to go into why, (laughs) but that's where I'm at. (laughs) Right. Right. I love that. That's really good. I'm not like a, I don't really manage any teams, but if I did, I would absolutely adopt that. Yeah. We just started doing it a few weeks ago and it's super cool. That's great. Well, I think I said earlier, we have clearly not lost the ability to ramble cast. So there no. you go. It's probably our longest waffle in a long time. Yeah. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. So I guess uh, to conclude, 
don't expect another episode from this RSS feed uh, for, uh, for a while. For a while, <laughs> yep. probably a year. Yeah, we're dealing, we're dealing with quarantine stuff, and we're dealing with trying to do book stuff. And I don't know if this quarantine thing drags out, we might get bored and want to do another one. It do what? Do another? Yeah, another episode. Yeah, you but. never know. It could be an update. Um, but uh, yeah, if you want to just if you want to stay more in touch you can always hit us up on twitter uh or jump into the 10 and 2020 room where mm-hmm. we talk about writing stuff uh cool all right well that's it for this time around this is how do we end the show i forget uh yeah, i don't know i'm jonathan stark i'm kelly shaver all oh, right right, right. You're, yeah. you're kelly shaver right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we hope you join us again next time on terrifying robot dog someday eventually. Bye. Yeah, bye, bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>